1: Hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from BBQBastard001 and says, Am I the asshole for calling my sister a big old greedy twat in front of her kids and parents? And it starts off with, yeah, I know, but hear me out. My wife and I have had had a great relationship with her parents and sister-in-law a few weeks ago was my sister's birthday so we did a barbecue the two sides of the family don't mix my sis has never met sister-in-law so it's not weird we didn't invite them my wife mentioned the barbecue to sister-in-law who said how much they always enjoy leftovers from our barbecues so my wife offered her a box she said yes and we left it in the in-laws for her since then Every time we've gone to the in-laws, my sister-in-law's slash brother-in-law's cars have been in the lay-by outside. We asked father-in-law. He says, brother-in-law parks each night, walks home, fetches sister-in-law's car and drives back, then walks home again. He does this in reverse each morning. He told father-in-law there's parking issues at home. Lockdown is relaxed, so yesterday we saw everybody all at once at my in-law's garden. Again, both cars were parked in the lay-by outside, so... asked how come they took two cars. My brother-in-law said parking is really difficult where they live. Not true and he just prefers to park where he knows there will be a space. He had walked there, taken the car home and then driven everyone back. My wife said could he try and squeeze up because parking there makes it so much easier with baby and toddler compared to crossing the road but he said no. You can't get three cars on there. You can. My sister-in-law said Not nice when something's used up before you get yours, is it? We didn't ask what she meant. Last night, my wife texted her sister. Apparently, we have upset them badly and the car thing is payment. We have no idea, but it starts from when my wife's grandma died a year ago. Her will was very outdated and paid for my wife and sister-in-law to get driving lessons. They both already drive, so her dad just split the money down the middle between them. It was about 10k. A godsend for us. We had a fairly new car, so traded up to a proper dad wagon. We had up to £1,800 left, which we gave back. We didn't know, but this was then given to sister-in-law. This started problems because sister-in-law and brother-in-law worked out that we got £18k for a car, trade in plus £8k from grandma, and they only got £12k. They think all the money should have gone to one pool, then split in half. Instead, they got our leftovers. They have been looking at everything we do as an insult and the barbecue we sent was the last straw my sister-in-law referred to it as table scraps and said it was insulting this morning we went to the in-laws to talk about it and i said to my wife if they ask why you're asking are you going to explain that sister-in-law is being a big old greedy twat and it turns out my sister-in-law was in the garden she shouted what did you fucking call me And now i'm obviously in trouble she kept yelling so i took the dog and walked home my wife sent me a message do you want me to tell her you said sorry and i said haha no and she responded not helping i am pretty certain i was not the asshole here originally but i'd appreciate an outside perspective now my big mouth has upset my wife slash in-laws which does make me in the wrong for sure on that side so there was some responses from OP down in the comments, which gave a little bit of additional information as well. So Manda Wynn says, this is insane. Your sister-in-law is insane. Jeezy Creasy, <laughs> not the asshole. I've heard that one before. Why did you give the money back? Was it not left to you in the will? I don't understand the logic of the proceeds of you selling your car somehow are tallied up to the inheritance total. That's bananas. They asked for a box of barbecue leftovers and were insulted when you gave them a box of barbecue leftovers. Could they have been passive-aggressively asking for an invite and your wife took them at face value? If anything, that makes them even more the asshole. I'm just trying to work out their logic, but there is none because this is all illogical. Welp, I'm just baffled. Opie says her grandma died without a proper will and everything went to my father-in-law. Her grandma was 94 when she died and, and had said since she was all 70 that she never wanted to go into an old folks home. To allow that to happen, my father-in-law drove up there two to three times a week for at least the last 10 years. That's a 110 mile round trip each time and in the last few months before she died, it was every day. Except when my work travel let me call in so she could have a day off. Except when my work travel let me call in so he could have a day off. Amongst her things, he found a notebook, half will and half diary, and spent months, months trying to work out what her grandma wanted for everyone and sharing out his money accordingly. I should point out that he already gave everyone in the family 2k, so we already had 8k from grandma's estate. That took almost all his inheritance. The extra money he gave, she had very specifically written, was for my wife to learn to drive and get a new car. So we spent it on a car upgrade and returned the rest. We felt this honored her wishes, but didn't want to take advantage of father-in-law when he is retired and we are not. And it was his money. Kels Bell says, not the arsehole, how does her logic even work? From the inheritance, you and your wife got 8K and her and her husband got 12K, but somehow she feels like she's lost out. Her description is 100% accurate. Opie says, actually, both families got 8K initially. Her dad reached out to every family member he could and gave everyone 2K each. Our youngest wasn't born yet but he insisted on including her. His mother was always worried about anyone feeling left out and this is 100% what she would have wanted. Although many of us tried to persuade him to keep more for himself. He then spent about 6 months working out his mum's finances. She had little bits of money all over, literally dozens of accounts and the car money came out of that. He also sold her bungalow and we had to stop him trying to give all that away too. Definitely none of us has the right to feel hard done by. When we returned some of the car money, he passed it on to sister-in-law because his mum's note said that she had specifically opened this account for driving lessons slash cars for my wife and her sister. He was just trying to honor that by not keeping any of it himself and I realize now it would have probably been better if we had not returned the money. Edit. Corrected error. Our family's and sister-in-law's family both got 8k initially, 2k each for two parents and two kids, then 10k more each a few months later. So, OP goes away and then comes back to update the post a few hours later and says, I've talked to my wife. She's been talking to her sister all afternoon and she's probably going to stay at her mum's tonight to talk more. From what has been said today, it looks like an honest misunderstanding has got out of hand and my sister-in-law and brother-in-law have taken a lot of things badly that I really didn't mean. I am very thick-skinned and always think, ah, they probably didn't mean it like that. anything offensive and it has caused problems in the past but I forget not everyone thinks this way. My big mouth has gotten me in trouble a lot in the past. My sister-in-law was uncomfortable raising this and brother-in-law started parking the cars in that way so that my wife would notice and they could talk it through. Unfortunately, we have not really paid attention and they thought we were deliberately refusing to mention it. I have listed some things below that my wife has talked about today and I 100% see where everyone is coming from i genuinely didn't know most of this was going on and didn't mean to upset anyone my father-in-law included our unborn daughter in the inheritance from his mum. sister-in-law and brother-in-law are convinced i pressured him into this when she was born he gave her a check for 1000 pounds he's done this for all his grandkids and i said something like wow the richest baby in all the land and they both took this badly i had won the argument and was gloating like i had won the argument and was gloating They have it in their heads that I think I am entitled to inheritance because I used to visit their grandma, but it was only because my work took me close and their dad was driving over 100 miles every day to look after her. Father-in-law had settled this, but when I said that, it just confirmed their suspicions. The first time we saw them after corona started being a thing, my brother-in-law told me he quit his job in February to start his own business. I said, ooh, bad timing. Meaning that with COVID-19, it is an awful time to try and get a business going both brother-in-law and sister-in-law took this very badly and believed i was criticizing his business idea i'm definitely not it's not an area i know anything about but i didn't notice how upset they were the thing with the car i've already explained but this is where the whole leftovers thing comes from when her dad gave them the extra money he said it was our leftovers as a joke I never used this phrase and I did not know he would given this money to them. She told my wife that they have two cars and could not afford what we got and when I took it round to show them, I was really rubbing it in her husband's face. This I feel really awful about because I did ring him on my way home and I did want to show off. I have never had a car that new before, I genuinely didn't know they had money problems. In the past few months, I have said a lot of things that looking back really does look like I was trying to get at them. When lockdown started, they didn't have a PC, so I got them our laptop and printer so the kids could do their schoolwork. Brother-in-law got some games for it, but they wouldn't run. It's not a gaming PC, so he wasted his money there, which caused a big fight. Sister-in-law asked me by text how old the laptop was and I replied, I don't know, a couple of years, which she took again as leftovers. When I got a text, I did not realize an argument was going on at home. When I got to the laptop, I saw our old Xbox 360 and Wii in the cupboard and said we might as well pass them on. We're never going to use them again. They are not a tech-heavy family and have never had a console to my knowledge so my nephew and niece were really happy but brother-in-law knows that this is some old tech and was not impressed. Again, I didn't know this. On a family Zoom call, I asked my nephew if he played Skyrim. And when he said no, I made a big show of saying I only gave him the Xbox so we could talk about Skyrim for hours and he should play it. Well, after the call, he told sister-in-law and brother-in-law that I said I'd given the Xbox to him, not the family, and he should be allowed to play it. I don't think I'm to blame for this argument, but it is definitely my words that have led to it. The barbecue thing. I love cooking and whenever I do barbecue, I keep going for several hours to do barbecue boxes for various family and friends. I believe they are quite generous. For example, the ones after my sister's birthday each had half a chicken in along with some ribs, sausages, and a steak skewer. I always, always call these boxes leftovers so no one feels awkward taking it. It is not meant to indicate that it isn't good food or anything. When I took them to my in-laws, no one was in and the boxes were not the same. No spicy coatings for mother-in-law. So I wrote sister-in-law's lovely leftovers in marker pen on her box and put them both in the fridge. After the thing with the car, the laptop, the Xbox and everything, it really, really looked like I was just trying to rub it in, that we have more money than them and make her as angry as possible. So yeah, I've not been trying to upset anyone, but with my big mouth I can see from their point of view I am 100% the asshole. Each individual thing I can kind of explain, but when you take it all together, it's pretty awful. Edits, just realized my wife didn't even mention the name calling from this morning when she-
0: Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello?
1: Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter.
0: Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
1: He came home. I mean, the whole thing was a bit batshit crazy to me, but the parking to try and get someone's attention, I found particularly crazy. And I knew a family just a... Kind of like this, I guess. I'm saying very much kind of like this, I guess, from when I was younger around the area. You guys have heard a couple of stories from around there. And I can't remember what I've nicknamed them in the past, but they're like the sort of they consider themselves a bit like the uh, like a mafia. There's there's several of them dotted around the area. Several of these families, probably about four or five, that live in different houses around this area. And they sort of consider themselves to, like, you know, control the area. You know, they're, they're the big family round. They No one messes with them, etc. Apart from they all seem to fight amongst themselves all the time. And one day, the mum of the family, who was sort of like the head of the family, and she was actually very, very nice. Not like the rest of them. <laughs> she unfortunately passed away. And there was some money and possessions split between the families. And of course, the families then started getting at each other even more. This one's got more than me kind of thing. So so they must have manipulated mum before she passed away. So, so that they got those possessions. All that kind of stuff. And the stories always got around the area. Because none of the families could keep it in. And they would all do passive aggressive shit to each other. There was limited parking around where we lived. It was like a, a communal car park. With sort of only like one space per house but because there were so many families and so many kids and relatives within those families there was lots of cars and they all seemed to have their own little spaces but they would start parking each other's spaces and then you would hear arguments break out people shouting you know and everyone's poking their heads out the window to see what the hell's going on and one of the worst worst arguments i don't know i don't know if it is the worst one i got so many in my head but after mum unfortunately passed away, she had... Apparently she had this mattress that's all fancy. I don't know, pockets sprung and I don't know, you sink into it. I can't remember what they call it. Memory foam? Some shit like that. But apparently this was a luxury mattress. And one of the the sons of the mum was living with her before she passed away. So he claimed this mattress. <laughs> I know this sounded ridiculous even saying it. And the older sister was really angry about it. And so was... The older sister's daughter. I don't know why she was involved. She was a bloody moron. <laughs> and one day when son's gone out of mum's house, sister and daughter go around there and get the mattress. And in the meantime, he comes back and they're tugging get the mattress out on the street arguing about it. Yes, that's how ridiculous it gets around there. He eventually got the mattress back because he sort of could overpower them. But but that was just one of the, the petty things that goes on. And I've just realized, I know it's, it's not really relatable to the story that I just read at all, but it reminded me of it for some reason. I got so many of, you know, these little arguments that that particular family has and so many others. I've still got insiders on that street there that, because apparently it still goes on today, these little arguments. There's a hell of a lot more that's gone on. Let me tell you. But anyway, I've talked enough shite. What do you guys make of this story? Not my one, the one before that. (laughs) Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below, and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Ice Ice Revolution, who says, "Am I the asshole refusing to take my sister-in-law on a romantic getaway? I, female 28, have been friends with Brittany, female 28." Since we're about five or six and we are very close to this day. As part of a friendship with me, she was around my brother, male, would be 30, quite a lot as children, and their romance blossomed as teenagers. They were married five years ago. Unfortunately, my brother passed away two years ago in a tragic accident and left behind a mountain of debt for Brittany. She was eight months pregnant at the time and ended up moving in with my parents. Her and her daughter, Lilac 2, female. Live with my parents to this day, and the family alternate watching Lilac so Britney can get her degree. Everyone has really rallied around Britney in such a trying time. For Christmas, my husband, male 30, bought an all-inclusive trip for him and I to explore Paris and have a romantic getaway. I've always had France on my wish list and am so grateful to him for such a wonderful gift. We leave in February for two weeks, and it is honestly a dream come true. I told my parents about the gift and then they told Brittany, who called me in floods of tears asking that I take her instead of my husband. She said that she will never be able to experience a romantic getaway like that with her own husband and that we, my husband and I, could just go again at another time. She said that she gave up everything to raise Lilac and she would love for us to have a girls trip like we did when we were younger. I told Brittany that that was not possible. This was a gift from my husband to me and I fully expected to have a romantic getaway with him. Brittany told me that I was punishing her for being a widow and that it was unfair that I would have a love affair in Paris while she cried at my brother's grave. My husband thinks she is trying to make me feel guilty but said he would step out of the trip if I would like to take Brittany. The thing is that I want to go with my husband, but my parents have since called to tell me that they would watch Lilac and that I should not rub my happy marriage in Britney's face. My mum told me I would be selfish to leave a grieving widow over Valentine's Day. Am I being an arsehole? And we're going to start off with Mobile Prune who says not the arsehole. That's such an unreasonable request and frankly, if that's the way she feels, she should be going for therapy. You are not throwing your marriage in her face. You're celebrating your marriage between you and your husband your relationship says, oh my god, what is wrong with the people around you? If you and your husband were just dating now and he gave you a ring and proposed to you, would she expect to be the one he married because after all, she doesn't have a husband anymore? understand how difficult it has been for her, it's a very sad story, but you guys are doing all you can to help her. I can't even believe she would ask you to do that. I think she's wallowing in self-pity a little too much or maybe she's just not thinking clearly. But it was a ridiculous request and there's no way in hell you should honor it. Your parents should also know better. I don't understand what they are thinking. A trip to Paris is not cheap, it's not like you're going to the local beach and you can afford to go there next year too. It was a gift from your husband to you. Go with your husband and tell the rest of them that you should try and save for another trip and then you and her can go together maybe next year. Yes she lost her husband, but you lost your brother. I'm sure you could use a little happiness in your life as well. Go to Paris, do not feel guilty. Enjoy the hell out of yourselves. The rest of them will get over it. If not, they're not very good friends slash family. MDSN says not the so Your husband is a saint for asking, but this trip he paid for you and him. He's the one who gets to go. Brittany may have lost a partner, but you lost a brother. You need this time as much as she does. I'm sorry to quote Reba. The world doesn't stop for her broken heart. Desperate says, not the arsehole, your husband is right. Brittany is trying to make you feel guilty and is now working on your parents. What guarantee do you have that you and your husband could go again at another time? She lost her husband in an accident and must realize that you never know what might happen. Brittany is only 28. It's possible that she will meet someone, remarry and have her own Paris love affair. Go with your husband and enjoy every minute. Armour says, not the asshole. It is tragic that she lost her husband and you lost your brother, but that does not mean that you are never allowed to enjoy your marriage. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt and say that her grief is making her see things in a strange way, but you're allowed to be happy. Your happiness isn't rubbing anything in anyone's face. Go on a trip with your husband, enjoy yourself, don't let anyone make you feel guilty. And if your parents try to make you feel bad, tell them that you'd happily accept it if they'd pay for you and Brittany to take a girl's trip at a later date and one final comment from Odd nasty satisfaction who says no she had no concerns about being a lonely widow on valentine's day until she heard about your trip i get it must be hard for her seeing people with their loved ones while she lost hers it's probably tough but most people will try to be excited for you and push the jealous and sad feelings aside because she is your friend and should be happy that you do have this romantic trip that will be wonderful it's unreasonable to ask you to sacrifice yours because she is alone I would instead plan a girl's trip another time. But my gosh, I honestly don't think I'd want to go. But now I turn this one to you guys. Maybe you have a different opinion on the matter, or maybe you think like the same. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the stories, listening to me talk crap once in a while. (laughs) Thank you so, so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love to you.